Welcome to the TurfNet Renovation Report, presented by Golf Preservations and the Andersons. I'm John Kiger. This episode, we're speaking with Scott Lashander, Grounds Superintendent at Terrace Park Country Club in Milford, Ohio, near Cincinnati. Tell me a little bit about the background of Terrace Park Country Club. So the club was founded in 1910 in Terrace Park proper. Uh, We're situated right on the uh, confluence of the Little Miami and East Fork Rivers. Um, actually in Milford, Ohio, a suburb of Cincinnati. We moved to our present location in the late 20s um, when they built an 18-hole golf course, and uh, we've been here ever since. Now, speaking of being here ever since, what's your tenure here? How long have you been at Terrace Park? This will be my uh, just past my third season. I started in 2017. Now, we're here to talk about actually two renovations that are going on at the same time. So just walk us through a definition of both of those renovations. Uh, Yeah, so we are in the process of installing a new irrigation system Um, from pumps to heads. Everything's going to be brand new. Um, And then we are also redesigning our 13th golf hole. Okay, well, let's start talking about the redesign on 13. What exactly is behind that renovation, and why does that hole need this attention? Uh, So actually, on my very first day as a superintendent uh, was March 1st, 2017. We had one of the worst floods um, in recent history, um, and water came up on property, um, and we actually lost about five feet that particular day on this on the back side of the green uh since then we've lost approximately 15 feet um and and it had been um endangering the uh the back side of our uh 13th green um which is situated right out by the point of both those two rivers so um we decided to um uh, investigate options of shoring up the um of the riverbank to protect our, our golf hole. And, um, so I, I began to, uh, uh, do some research and contact the authorities. Uh, the little Miami is a state and national scenic river. Uh, so when the state official came out, he, uh, looked at the site and first thing out of his, uh, mouth was, well, you probably want to look into moving that green. And I said, no, 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 there's no way. Uh, you know, that, that, that's a lot of money and effort. Uh, so he gave me the contact for the National Parks um, Service. And uh, he came out, uh, looked at the uh, site and said, well, you might want to look at moving that green. And I said, no. <laughs> um, so, so he... Uh, we got to talking about, you know, what Terrace Park wants to be in the future, my my goals for the property. Um, and he uh, gave me some some good information and some contacts um, to reach out to about uh, about shoring up that bank. And, and to make a long story a little bit shorter, uh, it, it wasn't a matter of what we wanted to do. It was a matter of what uh, the government and 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 the uh, the state and the national level were going to uh, let us do. Um, so we investigated that, and the price tag was, uh, well, very, um, very uh, um, surprising. Um, so then 
we immediately decided to look into redesigning the golf hole. <laughs> now, tell us, it was a par 5 to begin with, and the membership felt strongly that it maintained a, as a par 5. That's correct, yeah. So it, it was a 505 from the tip, and uh, we're obviously landlocked, and they really wanted to keep it a par, par 5. So that was one of the main uh, criteria in the redesign is try to, try to move away from the river to protect our um, uh, one of our biggest assets and and but also keep the yardage the same. And when we went out there and toured it, and you explained to me that really the area behind the green that was over by the water was really unsafe for everybody. It was unsafe for golfers, unsafe for your crew that were working there and so forth. That's correct. Yeah, it got to be so bad that we weren't able to get a utility vehicle on the backside of our green bank uh, to run flat. We were actually on the green bank. Let's take a quick break for messages from our sponsors, Golf Preservations and the Andersons. We'll be right back. From green strainage to sod work, Golf Preservations can handle your project with ease and give you the peace of mind to know the professionals are caring for your valuable golf course assets. Visit golfpreservations.com or call 606-499-2732 to talk to us directly about your next project. Introducing Genesis RX575, a comprehensive fertility and soil amendment product from the Andersons, specifically developed for construction, renovation, aerification, sprigging, sodding, and seeding. This blend of dispersing granule, DG, components provides the most comprehensive fertilizer the Andersons has ever offered, with the goal of providing a single product solution designed to save time and application and reduce fertility program complexity. For more information on Genesis RX575, visit startwithgenesis.com. Okay, we're back with Scott Lashander of Terrace Park Country Club. So who are the industry partners that you talked to about doing the redesign of the entire hole and then also coming in to do the construction work? So we uh, contacted Andy Staples, uh, a Staples design, to come in and uh, give us a concept drawing uh, to redesign the golf hole. And uh, membership loved it. So then we moved forth to uh, finding contractors. Uh, we're working with Golf Construction Associates out of Indiana, uh, Mr. Randy Vaught. Um, he's a very capable uh, company, uh, local to here. And uh, they came out. It's been great working with them. Uh, we're also working with Derek Dirksen, uh, the shaper, uh, contracted through... Um, Andy Staples. Who was one of your primary partners on the irrigation portion of the project? On irrigation, uh, we're working with Michael Kuhn Associates uh, from the con consultation side of things, and uh, Landscapes Unlimited are uh, doing our install. Um, from the manufacturer, we chose Rainbird, and we're installing the IC system. Obviously, the membership wants a full 18 holes, and you told me some interesting things about how you guys approached having the replacement hole or the substitute hole while this one is out of service. Tell us a little bit about that story. Uh, yeah, so we were um, asked to try to maintain 18 holes, and so we were looking at all of our options. Uh, the easiest option would have been to uh, you know, shorten up a par 5 and make it a par 3 and a, and a short par 4. Um, but then, you know, my argument with, with that was you're, you're compromising the, um, 
you know, the, the green, you're, it's not a real green. So we, uh, on property, we have a short, short game area, uh, for members to practice chips and, um, you know, short yardage shots, uh, with a full USGA, uh, con- construction greens, complex bunkers and whatnot. So we actually, uh, built, uh, two temporary tees, uh, um, to play a 135 yard par three, um, to maintain an actual 18 hole golf course. It's not intended for scoring purposes. It's more just for enjoyment and to complete the game. But I'm very, very pleased with how that turned out. And we won't mention the name of the course, but you mentioned that there was another course in the area doing some renovations and you were able to get some of the sod they weren't using at the time that you needed it. And so tell me again some of the specifics about your costs in setting up this temporary hole. Yeah, so one of my uh, good buddies is undergoing a renovation as well, and he called me up and asked me if I was interested in using some sod. Um, And we were in the market for some sod. We were going to use our nursery area, but, uh, you know, we like to save that as as much as possible. So uh, a group of guys and I went out there, and and, um, as they were pulling it off the tee, we were grabbing it and came back. Uh, The total price to install uh, two tee boxes was sub $500. I'm pretty proud of that one. That's great, and what a great way for it to be a win-win situation where the person that was taking the sod off was able to find a place and you were able to use it and put it in place for this temporary hole. Yeah, it was perfect timing, perfect timing. Well, speaking of timing, that's a good transition to our next question. What was the original time frame for this particular project, and as the project's gone along, were there any delays either related to weather or other factors? So with the irrigation aspect, we're working with Michael Kuhn as a, as the designer and consult. He did a feasibility study for us in 2016. So that's been on the horizon for quite some time. Um, our system needed some work. Uh, number 13, um, really with the, the weather patterns we've been experiencing in the area and the continual flooding, um, that that kind of jumped to the forefront um, as we were doing this uh, project planning, and and you know we we wanted to take the opportunity uh, not to install irrigation twice on a golf hole. We knew it was an issue, uh, so with with the project upcoming, we we decided to um, turn that into um, all in one, and so we began contacting um, architects at the um, end of last season to give us concept drawings. And we really uh, buttoned everything down. Our membership was fantastic. Um, They they knew we had a problem and and we were able to work with it quick. Uh, We broke ground on both projects August 1st, um, mobilizing. It was uh, quite a busy day because uh, uh, construction guys were showing up with with the pipe delivery. So uh, managing all the semis and, and heavy uh, equipment deliveries um, was quite fun. Uh, and now we are, uh, you know, both, both projects are progressing along really well. So when are both projects expected to be completed? Uh, our seed date is... Uh, end of September uh, for the golf hole. And then uh, with the irrigation system, we're hoping to be 90% 
95% complete by uh, wintertime, which uh, in the Ohio Valley can be as late as December or as early as Halloween. Were there any surprises that happened once you got both of these projects started, either something that you hadn't anticipated or something where you maybe had to make a decision along with your partners on the fly? Yeah, so uh, two things with the golf hole. Um, We didn't really have the best um, information on the original design. Uh, We thought that there used to be a lake that uh, was a force carry for the uh, coming into the green. Uh, We underestimated the depth of that uh, lake. we, We estimated it to be about eight feet. It turned out to be closer to 12. So there was quite a bit more earth to move. Uh, Luckily, working with such a great contractor, they were um, able to handle the the adversity and and come up because the actual greens construction was located on top of that green. So it was very, very, very important that we we filled it in properly, compacted it properly. Um, So that was a little about face there. Um, And then with the irrigation, uh, right now, or the existing system is uh, two systems, one from the early 70s, late 60s, and, and one from uh, 90s uh, conversion to a double row. And we have, at best, hand-drawn uh, maps for the uh, original mainline routing. So, you know, anytime they're trenching, we're, we're just waiting for, for water to fly. Well, now on to one of the positive aspects, another positive aspect of the work on number 13. You mentioned that you're bringing some fescue in, that you're doing some special things uh, as to adding additional features to this hole. Um, tell us a little bit more about um, what's involved with that. Yeah, so the, the thought process, one of the, one of the things we really liked with working with Andy is his um, focus on sustainability in, in that really um, ties into what we want to try to accomplish here at Terrace Park Country Club, one of my goals um, as being a superintendent. Uh, so bringing in fescues to minimize the the, day, the weekly maintenance of, uh, you know, hover mowing, bunker banks. Uh, we're going to be utilizing liners inside the bunkers, so less hand work there um, while maintaining a better product. Um you, using some uh, unique uh, ground features to uh, to focus uh, drainage problems um, and while while keeping the fairway uh, drier um, and then using new types of grasses um, on this golf hole in the hopes to uh, excite membership um, and 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 really make them proud of the product that we've got Tell us a little bit about your staff, um, what the numbers are, who some of the other folks on your management team are. And obviously, you know, this is the middle of the summer when you're doing this work, and the members expect the course to be both maintained and also have this work done. Talk a little bit about how your staff has sort of risen to the occasion with all this going on. Oh, I can't say enough about our staff here. We, uh, John Schroeder is uh, one of our assistants, and uh, Matt Backa is a, uh, another assistant. Uh, we recently uh, hired on two assistant in trainings with no turf back background, but you know they're really stepping up to the occasion. One of the um, 
one of the pieces of advice that I, I came across as we were preparing for this, um, I took I took a lot of seminars, uh, one of which at, was at the Ohio Turf Show, um, where um, superintendent going through uh, uh, irrigation construction uh, recommended, you know, splitting up splitting up the team. So two two months prior to the start date, we had a sit down with with management. Uh, myself and the two assistants and we wanted to uh, get a game plan because like you said you know my membership deserves to see continual uh, improvement on the golf course even with everything going on so what we decided to do was one one assistant is solely focused on the project at hand Um, the other assistant is focused on um setting the course up and maintaining the course and, and keeping our conditions, uh, to, to what, what our membership deserves. And then I get, I get the privilege of bouncing back and forth and, and, um, you know, uh, just making sure that everything's going well. Obviously my focus is on the, um, on the, um, projects and making sure everything's going well there. Um, but it's just great to have guys that are committed to, um, um, committed to the process. Any final thoughts or anything that you would do differently uh, or any recommendations to folks that are maybe looking at the same sort of thing where they have to rework a hole in the midst of some other things or taking on that irrigation project in general? My recommendation is is surround yourself with uh, capable and quality contractors and um, professionals. Uh, you know, we're, we're lucky to uh, be working with some top-notch people and in an open communication with the membership as everything's going on you know i'm i'm active on twitter um a lot of my members follow me um when you're when you're managing a project office time is a little bit uh, harder to come by so it makes it easy to uh, give them updates uh with with everything going on and you know just be available if anybody asks you you know quick information take the time to uh to have a discussion with them scott lachander from terrace park country club thanks for being our guest today on the renovation report thanks for having me